What is up, everyone? Welcome to Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Of course, Nikki Bougie here, the big Barbie, your senior writer and host here, along with my tag team partner, Dreon Santana, the editor-in-chief here at Women's Wrestling Talk. And wow, do we have an amazing guest here today with us. Of course, none other than Deanna Perrazzo, the virtuoso. How are you guys? We're good. Happy to have you. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, um, I believe this is the third time that Deanna Perrazzo has graced us with her presence. (laughs) And every time it seems like your career gets better and better. We see better and better matches. It's just so amazing to see your growth, um, especially in Impact Wrestling. So let's get right on to it. Um, There's obviously an elephant in the room um with mickey james being on her last rodeo yeah you guys's last match that she just had mickey james pretty much cheated in a sense of of yes pulling your tights not in a sense she cheated flat out out. we're gonna give you the floor um to say whatever you want to say about that I have said this time and time and time again that impact management just caters to Mickey James. She can do whatever she wants without consequence. And, and, and what? When I put my hands on somebody or I go to their barn and attack them, there's there's judgment and, and, and uh, punishments and all of these things. But Mickey James can just do whatever Mickey James wants. And I'm sick of it. So you know what? I didn't defeat her this time. And that's fine. But I will work my way back up. And I'm going to be the one to end the career of Mickey James. We'll love to see that. I swear. We thought maybe Mickey James was going from good when Chelsea Green took her, you know, pinned her, and then Mickey packed her bags and all this and that. But now the roles are reversed, and Chelsea Green is not there. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like wow. But you know, besides you two, you guys end up winning the uh, Knockouts Impact Tag Team Champions this year, uh, which was amazing. Uh, time for you guys. So despite and outside of just winning those tag titles, what is the most significant moment uh, you guys have had together as a tag? Oh, um, okay. So if not winning the titles, I think that um, the latter spot at Slammiversary um, was kind of the precursor to us being a tag team. I think that it was we were both kind of like, oh, crap, we, we're doing this. Okay. But also in hindsight, like, what a great way to establish a tag team, right? Like, you know, and everyone afterwards gift, you know, Thelma and Louise with their holding hands and driving off the cliff together. And that is so true in mine and, re- in mine and Chelsea's wrestling careers and real lives. We are just each other's ride or die. And we're going to do it together. And we're going to succeed together. or We're going to fail together. Um, so I think that that was kind of what solidified us, us as, you know, like, okay, they're going to be something moving forward. Mm-hmm. Kind of teased it, then we didn't. And um, I think it was career defining for us. I think that uh, I'm not a big risk taker in professional <laughs> wrestling. I like to keep my feet on the ground and, and do the technical stuff. But if there was anyone that I was going to take that huge risk with and potentially get really injured with, it would have been her. Um, and uh, knock on wood, we're good. <laughs> Nothing has happened bad since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're fully recovered. Listen, we I'm, I'm happy to hear it. We were there. 
And all Santana kept saying was, I am oh so glad you were not on that side. If Nikki was on that side, Nikki would have freaked out over herself. I would have freaked out. I would have I would have yelped so loud. Uh, it would have been absolutely just horrendous. That spot was amazing. Probably one of the biggest moments in, in Impact, um, especially for this year. Speaking of that, we all know the Knockouts division is super stacked. And beyond yourself, of course, who is a major threat to this division, who would you say this year alone has been one of the biggest threats to this division? Oh, you know, I think Masha Slamovich has to be in that conversation. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, she went undefeated for the majority of the entire year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we saw her and Jordan near kill each other over the Knockouts World Championship. Um, and then again in the rematch in a in a last Knockout standing. So I think that Masha has to be in that conversation because she has just taken it to another level in terms of um, what she brings to the table, but then in terms of what defines a Knockout. And I think that's what makes our division so special is just that we continue to evolve and we are continuing to to um, up the ante in terms of the platform that Impact gives us and what we do with that. So, uh, yeah, it's got to be Masha. Yeah, she's she's very dangerous in the ring, especially the death match she had with Ellie Kitch. Um, so, speaking of hard to kill, because we are on the road to hard to kill, and it is fastly approaching as, as a blink of an eye. Um, let's take a trip back to your Texas death match that you had with Mickey James. Um, how did that match reshape your, um, your year moving forward? I think for me, um, it was like, now we have to reframe again, right? Because mm -hmm. I, I was on this tear as the Knockouts World Champion. Um, Mickey dethroned me at Bound for Glory. And then we kind of saw me go away for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And when I came back, I wanted to just be like, we kept calling me like Dark D, right? I wanted to mm -hmm. be like in all black, in the dark makeup, and really dramatic. And like, I've now lost my shit, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know what to do without the Knockouts World Championship, and I'm going to get it back by any means necessary. So I think that the Texas Deathmatch really, really encapsulated, like, was everything I envisioned it to be, right? Like, I was like, this is what would change her career. This is where she'd take it to the next level. Um, <clears throat> and then losing was like, okay, now I have to do that again. I have to reshape and reimagine what the virtuosa is and who she's going to be. And mm -hmm. I think that I didn't necessarily know what that was going to be for myself, but on the other end of it, getting to wrestle Roxy for the uh, Ring of Honor Women's World Championship, going into being the champ champ again and doing these open challenges and things like that really gave me an opportunity to like do some wrestling that I hadn't gotten to do in a long mm -hmm. time. You can't really chain wrestle when you're seven months deep in a story with Mickey James. So um, I'm very fortunate that Impact gave me the opportunity to go from like one storyline to the other storyline into something completely different. And I just continuously get to reinvent myself. Absolutely. Now we, we talk about last year's hard to kill. What are you looking to accomplish with this year's hard to kill and how closely are you looking into the match between Jordan Grace and Mickey James? Oh, I got, that's where my attention is. Um, you know, my match, what I'm going to be doing at hard to kill has not been announced yet. Um, 
So I'm going to keep that a secret until Impact decides to announce it. But it is very exciting. My focus is on that. But at the end of it, it's I want to be the Knockouts World Champion again. I want to be a three-time World Knockouts World Champion, five-time World <laughs> Champion, right? So I need to pay attention to who comes out the Knockouts World Champion. I hope it's Jordan Grace. I hope it's Jordan Grace. I want Mickey James to retire, leave Impact <laughs> Wrestling, leave professional wrestling for good. Um, but on the other end of that, Jordan Grace and I also have a long history. Um, we haven't been able to revisit that in two plus years. And I have never been beaten um, by Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace has never defeated me. So I think that it's um, quite an easy, not easy target, but easier target mm -hmm. um, if Jordan Grace is still the Knockouts champion after Hard to Kill. Well, I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll definitely find out. We will be in attendance for Hard to Kill to see what happens with that match. Um, Impact has, has, has put on phenomenal matches throughout this entire year, I'll have to say. So what has been your favorite um, a match within Impact Wrestling this year. Pick one that you were involved in and then one that you enjoy watching. Ooh, um, okay. One that I was involved in. I think it was me and Chelsea Vexed versus um, Mia Yim and Jordan Grace. Um, and Nikki and I were talking about this last week. And I don't know if it was in Louisville or if it was in Cincinnati or where it was. I have no idea. Um, but it was the first time. Chelsea and I are wearing white and silver. Mm -hmm. And you know, it was Chelsea the outside. It was the greater Chicago area. Yeah. Chicago. Okay. Yeah. It was outside of Chicago. Okay. Um, that one. <laughs> Chelsea <laughs> and I hadn't been like, you know, I think everyone sees us do our real life things and thinks mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, they've been tagging forever. No. Um, when they said you're going to be vexed, uh, we were like, we don't even know what tag team wrestling is anymore together. So we were really going out there every week, like learning on the fly who we are, what worked, what didn't work, how to be better every single week. And I think that being in the ring with both Jordan and Mia at the same time really made us elevate ourselves and, and push a little bit harder. And I remember us both being like, pray for us as we walk through the curtain because there, it was a really great match and we just weren't sure if it was going to come together great um and afterwards the four of us were like hell yeah that was freaking awesome and um i think it really put chelsea and i on the map in terms of what vexed was going to be mm -hmm. so there's that and then i think my favorite match that i wasn't involved in i'm going to the first thing that came to mind um was steve macklin versus Trey Miguel at Hard to Kill. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously I gotta pick Steve because he's my husband, right? right. <laughs> um, I also think that just him and Trey, like I love when, and and this is true for myself too, right? When I get to be in the ring with someone who's a high flyer and can fly mm -hmm. around and I can throw them and toss them and do all these crazy things with them, I just think it complements my style of being technical and grounded so much better. And I think that is true for Steve and Trey. Steve can do the crazy dives and the and the um, jumping off the top rope and, and he can do a little bit of everything, but he toned it down to really try to ground Trey. And I just think that the chemistry that they had together and the hatred they had for each other up until that point put together an incredible, incredible match. Um, and, you know, I just like, I love them both, you know, so to see two of, of my favorite people working together in the ring was really, really cool for me. 
absolutely. I was there for Hard to Kill. That match was absolutely amazing as well. Now, over here at Women's Wrestling Talk, especially when we have a knockout in the building as legendary as Deanna Perrazzo, we like to play a game. Okay. Uh, it's called One Word Knockout. We are going to give you a knockout, and you give us just one word. That easy, okay? All right, okay. First, first up, um, someone who just recently returned to Impact Wrestling, Taylor Wilde. Witchy. Mm, that's a good one. The quintessential diva herself, Giselle Shaw. Oh, diva. She is a diva. <laughs> we get that a lot. We get that a lot. Uh, the Boricua badass, of course, Tasha Steeles. Oh, um, trainee. Mm, it's a good one. Savannah Evans. Cannibal. She calls herself the cannibal, right? She does. Yes. <laughs> Taya Vackery. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's two words, but we'll just put the hyphen. So <laughs> oh, Masha Slamovich. Ooh, um, brutal. Jordan Grace. One word? I have so many. Um, okay, we'll just say juggernaut. But honestly, I want to tell you that she's my greatest rival. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. People, listen, people, listen, if you go back and watch people play this game, mm -hmm. Masha being one of them, yeah, you'll, 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 you'll see. And then last but not least, of course, we have to we have to throw her in. Hardcore mm -hmm. country, Nikki James. Oh. Can just be like, ugh, can that be a word? Ugh. I'm tired yeah, of yeah. asking you about it. We can spell it out. Can spell it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ugh. Is that with like three U's? I think that's yeah. like three U's. Yeah. Or we can just be like, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> a million E's. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <Crazy. laughs> I love that. So, of course, uh, like Nikki said, Deanna, you are a legendary in Impact Wrestling. You have conquered so, so, so much. Um, as a knockout, there's it, you guys have one of the best divisions ever for women's wrestling, period. Um, what is the most rewarding aspect when it comes to being a knockout? I, uh, I feel like the most rewarding thing is, is just being a knockout, right? And there's such a legacy that comes with that. And um, honoring that legacy is so rewarding. I think that there's, you know, you get to work with Mickey James, you get to work with Gail Kim. We've seen, you know, Tracy Brooks come in and out. And just to have the, those presents in the locker room and you can kind of ask them their experiences and learn from them and pick their brain. And, and it really just makes us more well-rounded uh athletes and wrestlers but and also also a more well-rounded well division um there you know like i said there's just such a legacy that comes with that and i think continuing to push the boundaries and do things like a texas death match do things like um you know the first ever knockouts pay-per-view main event do things like main event television week after week after week um have 
last knockout standing matches, have, you know, death matches for women, things like this, that we're continuing to push those boundaries is the most rewarding. It doesn't necessarily need to just be something that I'm doing, but I really feel as though if my coworkers succeed, I succeed. If my best friends and the people that I love succeed, I'm also succeeding through them. So um, to watch everyone continue to go out there and, and push the boundaries for what it means to be a knockout and to be um, a part of impact wrestling is, is what makes me the proudest. Really. That's absolutely beautiful. Who knows? If Mickey James can defeat Jordan Grace at Hard to Kill, we might get a Monster Balls match with uh, with uh, Mickey James and Deanna Perrazzo. Can we have like a casket match? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't for whatever reason, I don't know why. But every time I'm in the ring with Mickey, I end up yelling, I'm going to kill you! I'm going to kill you! And I think a casket match would be really symbolic of that. <laughs> that, that's a good one. Well, Diana, thank you so much. We want to thank you again and again and again for your presence and just showing us so much support and love. Uh, let everyone know, of course, where they can find you on all social medias before we get out of here. Yeah, everyone can follow me at Diana Perrazzo on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, with Santana, you can Google her. We already know. And with me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you've been tuned in with the best, Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.